Connects Media, this is Atlanta Born and Brand. I'm your host, Jonathan Hilliard. Atlanta Born and Brand is a show all about businesses being built right here in the capital of the South. But more importantly, it's a show about their founders. We wanted to find some of the city's most interesting entrepreneurs and creators, hear about their challenges, successes, and how they built a brand that will last. Constant theme with so many of the guests on this show is that their businesses have been born out of a need within their communities. Who better to find a solution to a need or problem than those directly dealing with the issue themselves? Our guest this week is no different. Candace Mitchell is the co-founder and CEO of Mayavana, an app that combines technology and science to help women through their hair journey. Today we talk with Candace about how she is leading a startup revolution and how her education at Georgia Tech encouraged her to get there. Candace, first, thank you uh, for joining us. But I want to take you, uh, first off, you meet somebody on the street and you get to talking and they ask you, hey, who are you and what do you do? What's your you know, brief mm-hmm. little elevator pitch that you give to folks when you meet them? Yeah, well... Uh, I'm Candice. I'm a computer scientist that loves hair, and I created a company that helps women find the best products for their hair. Um, and we do that through a hair analysis and also our mobile app where you can take a photo of your hair and get quick product recommendations. So um, I'm incredibly passionate about um, innovating the hair care market. That's cool. Okay, so the first question that pops up after that pitch is hair analysis. You're going to have to tell me what goes into (laughs) hair analysis. You're not like, you know, scanning samples through the phone or anything like that, are you? (laughs) Yeah, so um, I am, uh, went to school at Georgia Tech, and when I um, was going natural and using all these products on my hair and nothing was working, I was very intrigued um, to study the science of hair Mm. and what I found is that um, by looking at uh, the hair strand under a microscope um, you can capture different characteristics um, that really dictate how your hair responds to different products so I thought like wow this is so cool Um, if there's a way that I could do this and just like guide women along the way. I think that would be a really great business. And so uh, essentially we have a lab with the equipment that we use to look at your hair strands under a microscope. And from that, we capture data, um, put it in our software and it returns like products that are most compatible. And so um, that's how I kind of discovered something from the scientific world of hair analysis to apply it to a consumer product. That's amazing. Now take me back, uh, you know, before Georgia Tech, before uh, Mayavana, tell me about where did you grow up and, and what mm-hmm. steps kind of led you to, I guess, Georgia Tech and in, in, in that tech background. Yeah, so I grew up in Stone Mountain, Georgia, so east of Atlanta, and um, I developed a love for computers at a very young age. Mm. So when I was in fourth grade, um, I put together our family's first computer and um, discovering just all the parts and 
what an operating system was and all of these applications and games, um, I was completely um, just immersed in computer engineering and computer software. Um, I learned how to code in high school and I knew that I wanted to figure out what careers are possible in that field. And um, I remember going on tons of um, college tours and I actually wanted to choose a school that would take me as far away from home as possible. <laughs> that was my initial goal. Um, however, I did a visit at Georgia Tech and they happened to be rolling out a state-of-the-art curriculum for computer mm -hmm. science and it was hands down the best school um, for me at the time and what I was interested in, you know, and of course counting the Hope Scholarship, I would be right. going to school for free. <laughs> right. So that um, heavily persuaded um, my choice. And so I said, you know what, I'll just go with Georgia Tech as if it was, you know, <laughs> a not backup the, plan. <laughs> a, a backup <laughs> plan, exactly. <laughs> Um, but it actually turned out to be one of the best decisions I've ever made. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what led me there. Um, and thankfully, they were already cultivating an environment for um, entrepreneurship and innovation. So I had the opportunity to start the idea for my company while I was still in school. And that helped me a lot. Did you know um, either before you got to Georgia Tech or while you were there that you wanted to create something on your own, you wanted to be an entrepreneur and that you didn't kind of want to go the, the corporate route of, of working for somebody mm -hmm. else? It actually wasn't a light bulb moment for me um, until I was in college. Um, so before then, you know, I was hearing the, the normal path, right? Go to school, get a good job, make good money, the whole nine. So um, I did a few internships, um, but then I studied abroad too because I just kind of wanted to know, you know, what's out there, what's all available, yeah. where can I really go with this type of background. Um, but once I hit my junior year and I um, started having these issues with my hair, that was actually when I discovered what entrepreneurship really is. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's solving a problem. So uh, before that, I don't think I really understood that, oh, entrepreneurs make money because they solve problems. Mm. <laughs> um, and that was through my research, um, I discovered that, um, oh, wow, this is a $500 billion market. So if I create a product that provides value in similar ways, I can tap into or get at least a slice of this pie. Sure. And that became uh, very appealing to me. And that's what, that was kind of my, like my turning point. Like, you know what, I'm, I think I'm going to be an entrepreneur. So yeah. Well, we and it's, it's like you said, if in, it's if, if you're having that problem, chances are somebody else is too. So there's already exactly. you know, a market there that, that there's some white space in. And it's funny, you know, that we're, that we're talking to you about that now, because we talked with um, Tracy Pickett from uh, Hairbrella and she was oh, kind of having, you know, like mm -hmm. a, a similar issue, just like, all right, right, I'm tired of dealing with this. What's exactly. uh, you know, the next step? 
Um, oh, that's super cool. And so you took the, you took a more technological route than she did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now you have this robust system set up to help folks with, but I'm wondering what were your first steps of, of building a product or building a business? How did you uh, initially get that, that first step started? Right. So, um, one of my professors um, was very influential in my path to becoming an entrepreneur and he actually started a program called Flashpoint, which is one of the first accelerators in Atlanta um, based in Tech Square. And um, I remember um, when I did graduate from tech, I did go into corporate um, for a bit and I was at home visiting and decided to catch up with him um, at a Starbucks and he said, you know, what happened to your hair idea? I think you were on to something and, you know, I was giving the excuse that, you know, oh, I want to make some money, get some experience, etc. And sure. he said, um, well, let me show you Flashpoint. Um, it's a startup accelerator. They basically provide funding and, um, resources to help you get your idea off the ground and that was the first time that I ever heard anything like that Um, it wasn't like where we are today where there are tons of programs Um, I didn't know um, anything at all about this world and so he showed me the space encouraged me to apply um, and actually got accepted Mm. and so I had to make a a bold decision um, because you have to be full time in the program. So, do I keep my job or do I start full time in my business? And um, I decided to take the leap of faith, start working on my yeah. idea, exactly, dive all in. Um, and, fun fact um, our first investor um, became uh, Sid Mosley, um, who is a, you know, of course, prominent angel investor in Atlanta. And yeah. that was, um, our first check to really do customer discovery, develop a prototype, figure out how to tackle this market. Um, and that's where I began. Did you have, was the product that you're, you're offering clients now and the system that you're offering clients now, was that your original vision or is that something that you've kind of molded into and kind of pivoted to over time? Mm-hmm. So it actually was my original vision um but what through customer discovery of course they encourage you to throw out everything like throw out anything you think that you know because you think you know but you really don't know until you talk to customers right so we did customer discovery um talked to over a thousand women about their hair and um it validated a lot of things that um i I thought about in the original concept, Mm. but I had to be willing to let go of everything that I thought I knew and be willing to, um, again, let the customer validate what we should build. (laughs) So uh, I think every entrepreneur should um, at least have the courage to think to do that because everyone thinks their idea is the best idea, but it must be tested first. Right. Yeah, the market decides, right? If your exactly. uh, your idea is, <laughs> exactly. is worth anything or not. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. 
Well, so you get started and you start getting customer feedback and you're mm-hmm. fine tuning the product today. Um, how does somebody get started with, with you guys? What's sort of the, the steps and, and sort of the, you know, right. the gritty of, of uh, how a customer interacts with you? Yes. So on our website, you um, have two options. You can order a hair analysis kit or you can download our mobile app. And um, those two products um, really fit two different needs. Um, One, if you need instant recommendations, like you're trying to go buy a product today and um, figure out your hair, you download our app. So one thing we learned um, as our business grew is we needed a instant option that could serve um, customers right then and there. Mm. Um, if you're having specific hair challenges and you've tried a bunch of things, you know that um, you haven't seen changes, um, you can do the hair analysis kit because that actually gives you a more comprehensive analysis of what's going on with your hair and um, an actual like a hair care plan that tells you these are the products, these are the ingredients to use, these are the ingredients to stay away from because it's breaking off your hair, and this is a regimen to follow. So um, go to our website um, and really choose your experience because that's another thing we found is, again, some women are on the go, they want something they can pick up on their way home or just order on Amazon, and then some people are, you know, want a more full experience. And so that's how it uh, currently works. It's cool. Tell me about, you know, obviously you are a Metro Atlanta native. You went to school here and now you're running a company here. What has it been like for you as an entrepreneur in this city and how, um, how has the city of Atlanta supported or, or uh, challenged you guys in, in your business so far? Yeah, great question. I think it's been most exciting um, to see Atlanta grow. Um, So when we started, um, again, Flashpoint was the only program in town. Um, Hypopotamus was a physical space in the basement of the Biltmore. Um, A lot of us started our companies there as a co-working space. Um, And of course, ATGC um, was here as a... um, incubator yeah and so to see where we are today is just astounding because Mm. if you think about it um it still hasn't been a a lot of time like we started in 2012 so that's eight years ago um but a a lot of these things um organizations like um, a lot of this activity um has really developed year over year over year i mean now we have Atlanta Tech Village, which hmm. um, David Cummings was one of the mentors in Flashpoint. And yeah. so um, he mentored us uh, prior to um, his exit and now was able to build that to contribute to the ecosystem. So it's very inspiring to see that um, because, again, it, it shows you that, you know, your company's success can benefit an entire community. Right. Um, I think that, and I, I've, I've had a chance to have really great mentors, um, a lot of people who are um, entrepreneurial leaders in Atlanta. Um, ways that have challenged us 
is the fact that um, we are a B2C company. Mm -hmm. So for a while, it was like, this is not a B2C town. <laughs> you should move yeah. to LA. You should move to New York. Um, and really, uh, the only people they could connect us with at the time were the founders of Scout Mom. Mm. And so, Dave and Michael, yeah. yes, were yeah. very helpful during that time. And of course, now they've evolved and now started Switch Yards and running Tech Stars. Right. Um, but it was pretty much unheard of to have a consumer facing company. Um, and so that was a challenge yeah. um, because it's like, do we move out West? Do we move to New York? Do we follow everything that everyone's selling us? But you just have to know your market. Um, sure. Atlanta was the best market for us to launch in. Um, and so it was still, um, it still worked for us. But yeah. um, having the expertise became a challenge because we're also a beauty company. So all of the beauty, many beauty businesses were based in New York at the time. Hmm. Um, however, now Atlanta has several hair product creators, um, flourishing hair product businesses. Um, so that did end up working in our favor over time. But yeah. in the beginning, there was, those were the challenges that were like, okay, do we stay here? Do we, what do we do? But right. it worked out. <laughs> well, and props to you because I think you guys are probably part of the tide now that is, is lifting that, that B2C yes. scene in Atlanta. Yes. And so the, the next generation of entrepreneurs that come behind you will not have those same challenges. So Exactly. You for sticking it out. In front <laughs> well, thank you. Um, yeah, yes, it, it, it worked out. <laughs> yeah, and we know we've actually had Michael Tavani um, from uh, Scout Mob and Switchyards on this show, and we've talked to oh, awesome. David, David Lightburn and Karen over at uh, Atlanta Tech Village, and it is mm -hmm. cool just how you know I think having never lived in New York or Silicon Valley, you can get an impression that environments in in those markets are very cutthroat and it's very mm -hmm. you know, only the strongest survive i do mm -hmm. feel like we've at least created a really collaborative and supportive atmosphere uh, in atlanta now we're still inexperienced especially on the b2c side but i mean how many people do you know running companies in atlanta that if they get a phone call from another entrepreneur won't lend advice or won't reach out and help when um, you know, when the opportunity comes up and maybe that's, you know, Southern hospitality, maybe that's just, you know, we're kind of all in that same boat of, you know, not having that huge community of experienced, uh, B2C startup, mm -hmm. uh, you know, folks in town, but I do think it's built a really cool community, uh, in, in town as a result. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. And, and, Love to see you guys um, contributing to that as well. But uh, lastly, Candice, I love to ask people, you know, you said you're eight years in now, which is incredible and is kind of exceeded where most startups start and, and finish their, their lifespan. Mm -hmm. What do you see five years down the line, 10 years down the line? What are your dreams for, for where your company can go? Wow. Well, um, we are definitely growing uh, globally, so um, I think we'll have a massive global presence. Um, 
during, uh, by that time period. Um, obviously, I know everyone says this, but I actually mean it. Um, building a billion dollar business. Um, we have seen our trajectory and know how we can grow, especially um, being a software-based business. Um, we recommend products, but we are, um, it's our software at the heart that um, provides the value, so which means that we can have customers anywhere. Yeah. And um, so knowing you that- scale than if you had to deal with the hard inventory right, of, a, exactly. of a product business, yeah. Exactly, and I've stayed true to that. Um, people always ask, are we going to um, create our own products? Um, and the answer is always maybe, you know, <laughs> if it's, if it's the yeah, right business, never never. Um, yeah. exactly. If it's the right business opportunity. Um, however, our data and our recommendation system, um, really drives the value. And so, um, the fact that, you know, we, we have an unlimited capacity to serve customers, um, we, we can actually grow. Um, to that size and it doesn't feel like, you know, a cliche thing to say, right. especially in the tech world. Um, so I do see us growing um, to um, drive value um, that's represented in those that level of revenue. Um, and to also, um, my vision is to help other entrepreneurs as well. And um, so yeah. the cool thing about recommending hair care products is I get to work with um, creators who are making products in their kitchen to companies as big as L'Oreal and Procter & Gamble. So if you have a product, we have the data to show you how to get it to your target customer. Um, and I just think that that is so cool um, to be able to cool. help other businesses grow as well. So that's awesome. That's yeah, that's where I see us in five to 10 years. And I am, I'm in it to win it. I'll just say that. <laughs> That's awesome. And I mean, that goes back to what we were talking about before of, you know, just being supportive in your community because as mm -hmm. new, new entrepreneurs come into the, the beauty space on the product side, you guys, mm -hmm. I'm sure will continually be evaluating and supporting those entrepreneurs and propping exactly. them up. You know, it's like we always say on this show, a rising tide lifts all boats, right? So yes, um, that's really cool. Well, if you could send along any recommendations you have for a mid-30s receding hairline, <laughs> a little straying that, that comes with uh, three kids, I would greatly appreciate that. But, uh, yes, got you. That, uh, aside from that, Candace, thanks so much for kind of telling us your story a little bit. Please let us know how we can help. Uh, and best of luck um, managing and navigating the crazy world that, that we're living in right yes. now. And, and hopefully we can yes. all get back to normal and, and get together soon. Yes, I agree. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. Have a good one. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Candice and her team at Mayavana are using a combination of artificial intelligence and hair experts to guide women to healthier hair. To give the app a try, head to mayavana.com and make sure you follow them on social media at Mayavana Hair Care. Atlanta Born and Brand is a production of Connects Media. We are a full-service digital media company focused on helping small businesses tell their story in the most effective way they can. If you'd like to tell the story of your business, we'd love to help. You can find us at connectsatl.com.
Make sure to subscribe to Atlanta Born and Brand in Apple Podcasts or wherever you happen to be listening. If you like the show, we'd really appreciate a review and a rating. And of course, share it with your friends. Keep up with the show on social media. We are at ATL Born Brand on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also like our Atlanta Born and Brand Facebook page. Finally, you can find all the previous episodes of the show on our website, www.atlborn.com. For Atlanta Born and Brand and Connects Media, I'm Jonathan Hilliard. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all soon.